Okay, everybody. Hiya, and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Skull Sessions. And actually, this is going to be the first session of 2023. So thanks to everybody for tuning in. Thanks, as always, to our main sponsor, Rising Suns Brewery, who brew some incredible beer right here in Cork City. So without further ado, guys, I want to bring my first guest at 23. Um, he hails from Santiago in Chile. His name is Sergio Gonzalez Catalan. Sergio, thanks for coming on the show, man. Anyone who is not familiar with you will know, or won't know yet, but they will know that you are the main man behind Rise to the Sky, who play, I don't know, they just play this achingly beautiful slab of atmospheric doom metal. Sergio, would I be right in, in describing your music like that? Sure. I mean, thank you for having me. First of all, I mean, it's a pleasure to be here and be talking to you. Uh, I'm curious about that beer sponsor you have. I really enjoy beer, so maybe I should look for it. We get <laughs> a lot of imported beer here in Chile, and I usually buy stuff. And yeah, I'm a beer guy, so you're a beer man. I'm gonna look for it. We'll, we'll have, it, <laughs> we'll a, have a chat. Man, yeah. We'll have a chat at the end of this. We will, of course. But yeah, as, I, sure. as I said, look, thanks for coming on. Like, um, congratulations on your latest album, which is "Stay with Me When You're Gone." I, I was course, blown. I, mean, I was blown away, Sergio. It's my pleasure. I mean, talking about this album and about atmospheric doom, mm. I think atmospheric death doom is a pretty good description of what my music is because um, uh, it has a lot of different elements of mm. doom metal, of course, of death doom. I mean, the vocal style and yeah. everything. But then it's not quite funeral doom because it's not, it's not that slow. No, it's not only death doom because it has too many funeral elements. So I think atmospheric is a fair description of my music. I've been also described as grief, death, doom, which is yeah. also a description I like because my music is mostly about, about grief. Yeah. It is. That's the first time I've heard it described as that, which, but it, it makes sense. It makes absolute sense. So tell me this album, the inspiration, where did it come from for this latest album? It's grief. I mean, actually it's one of a series of albums I've been done. I've been doing on that topic. Mm -hmm. um, this is my sixth sixth album. Yes. Stay with me when you're gone. Mm -hmm. It kind of like uh, I mean the title "Stay with me when you're gone" means like like not letting go, trying mm -hmm. to stay with that person in some way. Yeah. Uh, it's a very specific case. Uh, in 2021 January, uh, my father died. Uh, he was he he was young. He was a very sudden death. And it, it was a huge impact for me and for my whole family. I mean, he had four kids, wow. uh, nephews, and he was kind of like the backbone of my family. So it was a big hit, not only because, I mean, I miss him, but also, I mean, because it, it meant so much to, to everyone. It was a, a big impact in my whole family. It changed the whole dynamic, everything. Jeez. But on that time, we were like in the middle of the pandemic, and I started writing music about it because mm -hmm. there, there was nothing else that I could do. I mean... Uh, I, I usually don't speak too much about my feelings about grief. I mean, I, I needed to be like strong for my family and my brothers and everything. There was a ton of things to do. So um, when I had the time and the chance, I went to my studio and I started recording music and songs. And then I came up with the album that uh, was Per Aspera Adastra. That was mm -hmm. the first album about that. Then uh, Every Day a Funeral, which is the, yeah. the album before this one. And then Stay With Me When You're Gone, which is like the, 
uh, I would say it's not the last one, but it also um, talks about that grieving, grieving process. And every album is a little different. I mean, for Aspera, that was like the first kind of or type of feelings that I had when I lost my father. Then every day a funeral was kind of like a more evolved, I don't know, kind of like a day-to-day -day stuff, you know, like uh, living mm -hmm. that grieving process on a day-to-day. -day. It's why it's called every day a funeral. Like every day you do a funeral for that person. I mean, you okay. wake up, you realize they're gone. They're not here anymore. I mean, you need to bury them like every day. And then Stay With Me When You're Gone is kind of a more melancholic album. It talks about, uh, you know, nostalgia, uh, mm -hmm. about those times when I was a kid. Um, uh, I had like, uh, I had my dad, we were, I don't know, those, those times in the past that sometimes also when, when you lose your father, uh, you kind of like realize that you're also going to die maybe someday, you know, it, it becomes more real. Exactly. You, get, you get more awareness on that. So, I mean, uh, you start, or at least I started to think about, about my past, about my childhood, about mm -hmm. uh, things that happened before. And uh, this album speaks a lot about, about those topics. That's the main inspiration. About yeah. Like, music. sorry, if you're lost in the first place, it's only a year ago, I suppose it's, it's, it's still, still pretty raw, I suppose. I mean, a year isn't a long time to, to grieve and, and to get over something so easily, you know, but these three albums, so you, are you saying that they're sort of, in a way, a story of how you've, your, your grieving process, basically, isn't it? It's, it's how you've um, yeah. had, to, had to cope. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, I think they're a story. They tell a story of, of, of what I, I went through, through the grieving process. And it also, I think, also, it's kind of a, it was kind of a therapy for me. Mm. I mean, it was kind of a way that I could express what I was feeling. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I don't talk about these things with anyone, not, not even, I mean, my brothers, my wife, I mean, I don't talk to them about this, but I, I find it very easy to express through music. And okay. actually, it's stuff I don't know how to say. I mean, I don't know how to say or express these feelings other than with music and melodies. Mm -hmm. I mean... Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I hear a song, I feel exactly, I mean, I, I, I think I'm speaking exactly the way I need to speak about that sort of thing. I yeah. couldn't express it with words. I mean, it needs to have the melody and the I, lyrics. I, I totally the, understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and I can feel that anyone who understands the style of music and, and this genre of music can feel every note in, in, in these melodies. You know, it is dark. Like, as you said, it's, it's grief-stricken music, like, but there's... There's almost something comforting in it, if you know what I mean, you know, and it's, and it's your way of expressing yourself. Like you say, you don't speak to family, you don't talk about these things. Is no, it just, not really. It's a hard thing to do anyway, I suppose, to have music to fall back on and exactly. let, it, let it all out. It's, it's brilliant. Like Of those three albums, yeah. was it always the plan to sort of work your emotions through three albums or is that just what fell? Actually, it, it was something that just happened. Um, I started to write music and it, it, it just, I mean, kind of like uh, uh, happened, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't plan to do three albums. Uh, they just happened, you know? I mean, I, I had a lot of things to say and uh, as time went past by, you know, I mean, there were different things I wanted to say and express and it just happened and 
there were there are still things I I need to say. Mm. I actually um, well I have more more music about this. I I okay. have at least one more album that speaks about this uh, that will will be released in 2023. Okay. Uh, at least one more. Uh, but I also I mean I did uh, different projects. Uh, there's a project that's called Winds of Tragedy. It's also a, a band of mine, which is more, more like kind of black metal. Um, it, it kind of like expresses this type of feelings, but more, it's, it's more in, in my, a rage type. It's in my notes, Sergio, for the end of the okay. show. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, sure. You're one hey, yeah, because I want to talk about that as well, if I can get a chance, yeah. Is, sure. But is that a different outlet for you to express yourself in a different way? Because it is a different style of heavy music. It is a different style. It, 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 I just needed, at one point I was super angry. I was like super angry with life, with everything. Mm. And I just needed to express it in a different way. And that project became Winds of Tragedy. It just okay. kind of like happened and it was, it didn't fit into Rise to the Sky. It yeah. wasn't doom metal and I just needed to do something different. Okay, okay. And which, which came first out of the way? I'm assuming Rise to the Sky came before. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this one happened Winds in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Winds of Tragedy happened in between. I think it was in between um, this album, Stay With Me When You're Gone, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and the previous one from Rise to the Sky, Every Day a Funeral. Okay. It, was, it was in between. Yeah. Okay. Now, again, people will, will find it hard to believe that a guy can knock out three incredibly polished albums, like so close, in such a short space of time. But you had the material, I suppose, didn't you? You had a real life experience here, which made it easier to convey all that, all those messages and all that, all those ideas. Would, yeah. would it have, a bit of a, maybe a bit of a stupid question, but would these albums have come as they did had your father not passed that time, um, Sergio, do you think? Maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I mean, that's a very good question. And, and I think, honestly, maybe they, they wouldn't have happened this way because... Um, I wrote music before he died, mm. uh, but it was different. I mean, my first album, Death Will Not Keep Us Apart, is an album about kind of about, about love, you know, about yeah. being away from your loved ones. It was a dream I had, and it's much more, uh, I, I wouldn't say happy music, but it's, it's, a different, it's a different type of feeling I think it has, and it's a different atmosphere it has. It's yeah. a much more optimistic atmosphere, right? I would say. Uh, I, I don't think they would have happened and, um, mm -hmm. the, the way they did. And I was also needing to write music. I mean, I really needed to do it. Yeah. I spent, I remember spending all, all the time I had, like all the free time I had, weekends, nights, um, I mean, on on thinking about this and working on lyrics and working on melodies and arranging music. I mean, it, it was kind of a, like a, like an obsession. I mean, and it was, I almost, needed to do was it. almost therapy for you, Sergio, wasn't it? It was. I mean, yeah. I needed to do it just like people. I mean, like to exercise and release, you know, stress. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the same. Or I mean, it was something I needed to do. It was. It's weird to describe because I mean, uh, it's kind of strange, like needing to make music and write. And, but it was something that really was, like you said, comforting. Mm -hmm, I mean, mm -hmm. it, and I listen to my music a lot. I mean, and it comforts me a lot. Uh, that's one thing that, that's also important. I mean, 
the albums I made stay with me when yeah. you're gone every day at funeral. I mean, I listen to them. I think I'm my top listener. I mean, I've listened to them <laughs> thousands of times, and these songs, I mean, they make sense a lot to me in my head. See, that's very, I, I mean, that's very interesting, Sergio, that you listen to yeah. your own. You know, some people will say, oh, no, no, I couldn't listen back to my own stuff, and you, you, you fucking created it. You're entitled to listen to this stuff. You know, it means something to you. So I think, it, again, we're, we talk about therapy, like it's, to listen back to what you put on paper, surely is, yeah. is a good thing, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes I made it, it was super emotional. I mean, mm. I remember some songs, like uh, the song, the first song of this album, My Time I, I Was Loved, it's a devastating song. It is. I mean, for me, it, it was sometimes I, I try to listen, especially to the, the part in the ending, uh, like an acoustic part, and it was, I mean, I, I, I was emotionally devastated every time I listened to that. Mm -hmm. But eventually, mm -hmm. it kind of like... Uh, I couldn't stop listening, <laughs> and it kind of like uh, I know it was comforting at the end. It was, it's a, a very strange thing to describe, but uh, oh, I, I it really it, helped me. Yeah, yeah, I just think that's all part of the the, the grief process, uh, Sergio. You know, but luckily for you, you have the talent to be able to put it into music. You know, and it's something you can always go back to and relive an experience when you think you feel you need to. Like you mentioned that track, a time when I, a time I was loved when those vocals hit for the first time, because I wasn't expecting him to come in at that at stage, it's yeah. fucking heartbreaking. Like, you know, they're so yeah. deep, they're so emotional, like, and the music is at the time, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, I can't get enough of this album. I really can't. Which brings me to the next question. What influenced you, music-wise, growing up, to say that this is the road you've taken? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I've listened to a lot of different things, but of course, doom metal has been, mm -hmm. I think, the top genre I've listened to. Uh, I think bands like My Dying Bride, uh, Typo Negative, were the ones that I first started to listen. Then mm -hmm. there's a band that I've always listened, I mean, for decades, I think now, uh, Celestial Season, Solar Brilliant. Lovers, that album, it completely changed my life. Amazing album, yeah. Uh, it's an amazing album, really. Is, yeah, I mean, yeah. they came back now doing Doom stuff, but to me personally, I mean, there's nothing that tops that first, I mean, that album, Celestial Season, Solo Lovers. It's something, I mean, for me, out of this world, and I still listen to it a lot, and mm -hmm. it's a huge influence. Then other stuff, Shape of Despair, is, some, is a band I really like. Um, yeah. I mean, classical music. Classical mm -hmm. music has been in my life for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it. I enjoy opera. I enjoy uh, Bach. Um, the um, I don't know uh, different composers that write stuff for violin, cello, and I try to incorporate that in in my own music. Yeah. Uh, in some way, you know, I mean, there Rise to the Sky has a lot of cellos, a lot of violins, mm -hmm. a lot of orchestras. I mean, I don't. I don't have the money to pay an orchestra to, to play it, but I try yeah. to do my best with the... With but, the I mean, you, you, even have, you even have it in the very opening of Stay With Me When You're Gone. I mean, it's, exactly. it's yeah. basically operatic, you know, to start yeah. with. It, it brings you somewhere different right from the start, you know, which, which is, again, that's what makes this album so unique. I think it's 
it goes from highs to lows. You know, you've got the emotion and the depth of the, the death growls and the heavy, heavy, low tune guitars. And then you've got these beautiful strings and these beautiful keyboards overlapping it, you know. Going back yeah. to your the doom music you said growing up, because I suppose we may have been of the same age because I grew up in loving the early 90s doom bands. And you mentioned My Dying Bride there, you had Anathema, you had Decomposed, Tiamat. They were all out there at the time, you know, and your music does bring me back to those bands. You know, it's nice. the, the melodies that you have, the melodies that just weaved their way through your music. That's what always brought the best out of those doom bands, I think. They were just steeped yeah. in melody. And do you go back and reference them when you when you create music or is it Yeah, I mean in for instance, if I think about my dying bride, I think about melodies and I think about lead guitars, melodies. Mm. And I always had the idea that I wanted to do that times a thousand. I mean, I wanted to hear melodies the whole time. And mm, mm. yeah, that's something I try to do in, in my music. I mean, incorporate those elements. Yeah. I, I usually go back to that music. Yeah. yeah, Would you, yeah do, you, do you still listen to it today? Yeah. Would you go back to the old yeah. stuff? Yeah. I mean, right here I have vinyls from My Dying Bride, from all those bands from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, typo negative. I mean, yeah, stuff I listen to regularly. And like my dying bite are still going strong, which is incredible. When you think about it, it's over 30 oh, right. years. Yeah. Fuck it. Like, yeah. Crazy it's stuff. Incredible. It is. Yeah. You, you touched on the theme of your music. You know, it's all about grief, depression, loss. And people might say, oh, fuck it. How could you sit and listen to this? You know, <laughs> you know, if you were trying to describe it without giving anyone an audio experience of your music, do you, do you struggle to sort of <laughs> sell your music to somebody if you're talking to them? <laughs> It is. It is very <laughs> difficult, especially because uh, this is a type of music that uh, no, not much people know about and no. not much people understand. Um, because, I mean, it's not comforting to everyone. I've heard people that say, oh, I mean, this is just noise. This is just screams. I mean, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, um, and this is something that uh, I'm really proud of, is that a lot of people write to me and, and tell me that my music actually helps them. I mean, yeah. um, uh, I remember one person that write very early um, when I was, I mean, doing one of my first albums of this series and said that he lost his father and his mother mm-hmm. and that this music really helped him cope with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard this about uh, the other albums and from different people. And I think, I mean, for me, that's that's really incredible, and I'm yeah. very proud that uh, I'm glad that it could help someone else. I mean, um, I know that people that know about this music and understand it, um, they they understand it. I mean, they they it helps them, but I I don't expect everyone to do, to yeah. to do that, and it's super difficult to explain to someone why mm. would you listen to someone. <laughs> Grow about death and grief uh, for yeah. 40 or 45 minutes and I mean at a very slow pace uh, I don't know kids don't want to listen to sm- uh, slow music Music, no. I think no. I mean they really like the fast stuff and yeah it could be boring to someone I mean it's, it's not easy to, to explain yeah, but like it- uh, I think the people that like it they really like it it is quite niche, like, isn't it? it? It has its little own group 
of people within mm. the zone. But again, I suppose you go to any style of music, Sergio. Like, I mean, if anyone wants to to grieve in any way, they go to music. You know, like someone would go and listen to Celine Dion and fucking cry their eyes out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, music. Yeah. It, yeah. it just depends on where your your head is at and what musically trills you to to, to decide exactly. on where you go. Yeah. yeah, like this music for me is a go-to all the time. And I, I don't have to be in a bad mood or I don't have to be depressed or sad to listen to doom metal or atmospheric music or whatever you want to call it. You know, I play it in the car, for God's sake. You know, you're, you're driving through traffic <laughs> and people are waiting for a yeah. horse or something to be behind me. Like, it's just, you know, it's just the music that you're into and everyone's different. Yeah, have, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I agree. Do you have any other musical tastes? I know you said you, you like a bit of classical music. Obviously, this genre that we speak of. Would you would you go outside the box and listen to everyday music, indie, grunge, rock of any other sort? Yeah, a little bit, but um, I, I mostly listen to doom metal, yeah. to black metal, mm-hmm. and then classical. I mean, and outside of that, yeah, some uh, punk bands, maybe some rock bands, but to be honest, not so much. I mean, yeah, I don't know why. There's so many good music. So many black metal bands that are good and do metal, and there's not enough time to listen to them all. Yeah. So when I have time to listen, I I really look out for those type of bands. But it comes in 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 seasons, you know. I mean, mm. there are times where I listen to opera like every day, okay. and I listen to the Ring Cycle, and I'm like. I don't know, a whole weekend listening to that. And then other times when while I'm working, I'm listening to Doom for weeks or months or black metal. Right now I'm like in a black metal vibe, so I'm just listening to black metal and some, some Doom, but yeah. yeah, always some Doom, but I'm listening to mostly black metal. <laughs> yeah. But there, there seems to be an awful lot of, I don't know, bands mi- mixing styles and songs, isn't it? There's a lot of subgenres being developed lately, I think. No, you're you're hearing yeah. you're hearing titles like Doom Gaze, Black Gaze, Post Black. You you know, are yeah. you are you interested in all that? Do you try and keep up to date with yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, I try. I try to. I mean, I think it's good that nobody like sticks to a specific genre and mm. limits themselves. Like I'm gonna do only Death Doom, so I cannot do this type of riff or yeah. this type of sound. I like the idea of people going like outside the box and mm-hmm. experimenting, but it's hard to keep up with the genres and yeah. it's hard to classify some music. I mean, like you said, doom gaze. I mean, wh- what is that? It, it's <laughs> difficult or black gaze or shoe gaze. I mean, yeah. what's the difference between them? It's, it's difficult. What's black metal and what's post black metal? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. difficult for me to understand the differences. Um, I think I have an idea, but I'm not really sure. But I really like exploring. Share, I mean, share, share your idea with us, Sergio. I'm not sure. I mean, if I I think post black metal is just more modern and it doesn't have like the raw sound. Maybe it has more. I don't melody? Know, like more a, melody. No. More melody, more uplifting could be. Uh, a lot of reverb, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to classify. But uh, we could we could probably yeah. spend a whole evening talking genres and trying yeah. to, to break them down and describe them. I suppose 
you like what you like, but I, you know, if you do, you use Bandcamp a lot yourself, um, Sergio. Oh, I, I use a Bandcamp all the time. It's my because favorite platform. You go there to a band, just like yourself. We'd say Rise to the Sky, and you scroll on to the end, and you look for the tags of <laughs> yeah musical styles, you know, and that's where it sort of helps you sort of find other bands if you know what I mean. But do you decide on what tags to use? Is, is that down to you? Is it? Yeah, yeah. I decide on what what tags to put and it's difficult all the time because yeah. because I mean uh, like in, in my specific example, okay, it's doom metal, okay, doom metal funeral mm -hmm. doom, yeah, it has some funeral doom atmospheric, okay mm -hmm. uh, death doom, okay, and then you go on and on and I mean you can okay, you need to put metal because that, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's kind yeah, of like yeah. broad enough, but I guess so. it, it, it's difficult, I've seen bands that have cool. In their description, it says Doom, Black, and Death Metal. So, I mean, mm. what's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, it's, I know. I mean, but but then you listen and it's really good and it's something interesting. So, uh, the whole genre, subgenre, it's something I enjoy looking at, but I don't take it that seriously. I mean, if someone, there are fights, you know. There are fights about what is funeral doom and what is not funeral doom. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, discussion that gets people very excited. The band clouds is that funeral doom or not? Okay. People are very like, oh, there's a whole bunch of people that says it is, and there's a whole bunch of people that says it isn't. Yeah. It's a great band. I mean, it has some funeral doom, but maybe it's not entirely funeral. I don't know. I mean, yeah. The, see, no one wants <laughs> you don't you don't want to get bogged down on, on genres like but I suppose it is a great help to you if you're looking for a band on Bandcamp and you want to exactly. you know you yeah. want to experience something else and, and find something new. That's that's the, that's where you go and and you follow those tags, you know. You know that's a really good tip. I mean and I do that a lot too. I mean you go to the tag I put all, all the time, I don't know, the tags I like, you know, death hmm. doom, funeral doom. You hmm. click on that and then you get a bunch of bands and exactly. you find out about new stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Bandcamp yeah. is really good. Uh, please Bandcamp use Bandcamp. is incredible. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah. Please use Bandcamp. For Absolutely. Also, Come here. Yeah. I mean, it's a platform that supports artists the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, out of all the platforms, in my opinion, at least. I mean, you can directly support an artist by their merch mm -hmm. and that goes directly to the artist or the label, you know? Yeah. When you use other platforms, they're helpful, I mean, but it's not that direct and a lot of there's there needs to be a lot of movement in order to get some uh, support to the band or to the label. Yeah, yeah we, we I spoke about this to other bands as well there during the year, you know. I mean Bandcamp is the go to for everybody I've spoken to. There's no two ways about that. Like, but we were discussing like, you know, the Spotify's of this world, do they play a part? As, as fucking greedy as they are and as corrupt as they are, there is a little necessity, not necessity, but they do help in some way because obviously there is people finding your music through it, whether you want it on there or not. But, you know, I mean, you're, you're getting nothing from it. Let's get that clear. You're making mm -hmm. fuck all from Spotify, like. Yeah. But it is Absolutely. getting some bands or some people, sorry, to find your music. Absolutely. I mm. agree completely. I mean, there are people that uh, go to the extreme of saying, I won't do anything with Spotify, but yeah. uh, I think that's not very wise because Spotify, I mean, I have Spotify and I find bands through Spotify and then I go to Bandcamp 
on by their yeah. merch, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure that a lot of people do that too. I mm -hmm. mean, you go to a playlist, a doom metal playlist, and you play a bunch of bands and, oh, this sounds good. Let me find more about this yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, that's the role they play. Uh, I agree that it, it, it's not a source of revenue or support, but no. it's kind of a source of promotion maybe or something like that. Is, is it ever going to change, Sergio, is it? Is it ever going oh, to be any knows? more? Clear? I mean, <laughs> everything is changing uh, by the day. Uh, things change radically from one day to the next, to one mm. month to the next. So mm. who knows? I mean, maybe Spotify will die and another pl platform will take over. I mean, just like it who happened knows? with Netflix and Amazon and HBO, yeah. you know, they yeah. have this fight. Who yeah. knows who will be next, you know? <laughs> I don't and, know. And look, come here, we have, we have cassettes and CDs making a comeback. like so. Exactly, yeah. Not, vinyl, I mean, vinyl. Oh. Who, who would have thought vinyl would get this kind of demand today? I mean... <laughs> it's fucking, it's yeah. addictive. It's addictive, Sergio. It's yeah. addictive. It it, and and yeah. costly. I'm, for, I'm working for my vinyl. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. <laughs> but come here, before we go any further, I'm going to give people a taste of your music, Sergio. Guys, this is going to be a track from Stay With Me When You're Gone. This is the opening track, and this is A Time I Was Loved. Check it out, guys, and fuck it straight to Bandcamp, that's...
there you go, guys. There you have it. What an incredible, incredible track. A time I was loved from this latest album, Stay With Me When You're Gone, Rise to the Sky. Sergio, is there a bit of a background that you can give me to this track? First track of the album. Yeah, of course. Do you mind? I mean, this is um this is the title. I mean, I would say the the um, the most important track of this album. It talks about that feeling of nostalgia. This is a nostalgic album, and I mean, uh, a time I was loved. It talks about going back to a time where you were loved by someone. You know, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. this particular case, I was thinking about my father. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. going back to my childhood and feeling as a kid again. You were laughing. You didn't have any problems. You were loved. I mean, it was great times. Mm. Um, I think the the melodies express that in some way. Yeah. And at the end, you can hear an acoustic part, mm-hmm. like an acoustic outro, you know? Yeah. And the voice of a kid. And actually, that kid is me when I was a kid. <laughs> no way. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So wow. It's, it has a, a story because... Um, when I was a kid, uh, I think I was like two or three years old, and my dad gave me an airplane, and I was kind of happy and talking about it. Oh, this, this airplane is so nice. It has lights and everything. That's what I'm saying in that recording. It, it was recorded by my family, I mean, a while ago, I mean, when I was a kid. And then I thought, yeah, maybe I should include that just to put the idea of kind of like a regression, you know? Yeah. Going yeah. back to that time. I mean, since I cannot go back like physically or but I can I can go back through music and I mean I thought it would be nice to put it that way. Um it actually I mean it means a lot when you hear it and you hear the melody at the end and the way it combines with those acoustic guitars. I mean I, I I'm it ex- expresses so much that feeling for me that um, I'm, 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 it, it kind of like fits perfectly yeah, on what yeah. I wanted to express there. Like th- those samples using people's speeches or like you did, like used that like it adds another layer, another dimension to a track. I think it gives it more depth. It gives it more emotion. That's I, I, I mad, actually, that you said that it was your own voice. No, I mean it'll. Yeah. It'll sound all the sweeter next time I listen to it, I must say. No, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> Can I talk about your vocal yeah. style, Sergio? Sure. I played some of this to the wife um, last night. I was telling her who I'm going to be talking to. And I, I played that track, actually, uh, the first track of time I was loved. And she goes, oh, I'm actually enjoying this. And then the vocals hit. And she goes, fuck it. No, 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 forget it. Forget <laughs> it. But how do you manage those vocals, can I ask? You know, it's, Did you a, it's always an have interesting... That in you? Yeah, it's an interesting question because uh, I, I'm aware that my voice, my regular voice is kind of like, it's not low pitch. So mm. people, when they hear me, <laughs> they don't expect this type of vocals ever. No, no, no never, never. I mean, uh, the, the, even the people that know me very well, they're like, is that really you? I mean, no, you can't. you're using something you're doing. But no, I've been always... Since I was like 14 or 15, I remember like uh, singing along or growling along mm. bands, I don't know, like Sepultura or Dayside and kind of imitating what they did. And it was something that oh, I could always do. I don't know. I don't okay. know why. But then I developed it through the albums. I mean, when you hear the first album I I, I, um, I had, um, Death Smooth. Will Not Keep Us Apart. 
When you listen yeah. to that, those the vocals in that album and the vocals in my last album, I mean, they they've evolved a little bit. They have evolved, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and they're kind used, of like underused more. more. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I I really worked on that a lot, but it's kind of a it's kind of weird. Yeah, people don't believe me. I do those vocals, but I've I've worked a lot on that. I really worked a lot on that, and it's a technique. It's just a way of, you know growing you know it comes from the belly you know it, it, yeah it's yeah kind of, and you need to practice it a lot and i've done that a lot <laughs> yeah. you, you're basically training your voice to do this yeah you're training yeah yeah i i have but um yeah like i said it's it's something that you you can practice and you can develop but also i think it's something that i don't know like everyone has you know certain pitch of voice or mm. A uh, certain range of notes that you can reach. Yeah. I mean, yeah. rolling is also something that, I mean, it comes out different from people to people. Some people have like a high pitch growl, yeah, more like a black metal type of growl. Mm -hmm. And in my case, I don't know why it's just super low. It's you know, incredibly and... deep, like, and and, and that's the thing. <laughs> and I, it, it's and not, not, it not even not my voice. Jesus, not <laughs> even that, Sergio. But there's actually a, a melody to it. You know, it's not yeah. just hitting one fucking deep note all the time. It actually follows some of the, the melodies and the tracks as well, which which I think is, is pretty class like. And that's all yeah. that's all done by yourself. It's not electronically fucked around with. No. That's just your voice. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Amazing. No, um actually one one of the things I do is that when I write a song, um the last part I do is vocals. I mean okay. I have the melodies ready maybe a sketch of what I plan to grow about or mm. do the vocals, but, but then the vocal part is the last part because it needs to follow that melody, you know? Okay. So I kind of like try to sing along that melody in some way because growling is not, it's not singing, but mm. I mean, mm. I try to put the words and it needs to fit with the melody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear and you. If, if you notice, I think you noticed, but most of them are, the, every time I grow, there's kind of like a melody behind. There is exactly, yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and that's not. I mean, I try to do that all the time. That's one of my tricks. <laughs> it is a trick. Yeah. It, it is absolutely because you know we spoke about earlier again band camp and going to band camp and finding music. You know, and you flick through several bands, and sometimes the vocals will either grab you or they won't. You know, sometimes they are they have a big say on what you think of music when you listen to something for a short stint of time. And the first thing that grabbed me when your music because. It was Everyday Funeral was the first album that I heard from your of, of your stuff. And it was the harmony in those death growls that fucking yeah. kept kept me listening for that bit longer. And gradually down that rabbit hole, I went and found all your music, you know. But it is something special that you have, I think, that that way of just keeping enough melody in it, not not to lose the the, the rawness of it. But just right. have that bit of melody ass class. Yeah, I've noticed many bands, what they do is that they, when they're doing vocals, they don't put mm. melodies, and then they put the melodies when there are no vocals, mm. kind of like playing with that. And yeah. I put melodies <laughs> everywhere. I like it. I like it, yeah, Sergio. Yeah. Keep it up. Don't, don't change. Don't ever change. Actually, yeah. would, would you ever... Don't anyone. Don't. I won't. It's too late now, which is out there. Yeah, of course. Would you ever consider clean vocals... 
in between, you know, is this something you're looking at? There's there are clean vocals in some songs. I mean, I think Leave Me has some clean vocals of yeah. mine, but that's not my strength, to be honest. Okay. My voice, my clean voice is not that it's not that good. <laughs> there are <laughs> a lot of uh, better singers than me. Uh, I think mm. my strong point is more the growing part and okay. yeah. Yeah, I the, 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 yeah. I like I like vocals, but I don't like them that much either. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I suppose it's worth mentioning, Sergio, here to people like that. Those that don't know, again, like you know, you do the vocals, guitars, bass, guitar, keyboards. I mean, as solo projects go, like this is as solo as it comes. I know you've got in a drummer, maybe all right, to do. Yeah. Drumming, obviously. Yeah, but. and I'm not that good in any. I mean. The thing is, I know that there are a lot better guitarists, bass players, uh, keyboarders than me. <laughs> I'm sure of that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, the main purpose I think of, I think I see myself more as a, a, a music writer uh, than than a good player okay. of any instrument. Because uh, I mean, playing guitar is not it's not easy. I'm playing it well. It's not easy either. Mm -hmm. And there mm -hmm. are people that are incredible out there, I mean, that they do incredible stuff, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of jealous when I see some of the solos, when I hear some of the solos or the things that people do on bass, I mean. But on the other hand, I think my main focus is just expressing expressing feelings and mm -hmm. writing music and writing yeah. melodies, and I do the this the best way I can, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Again, like, you know, you, I, I just, I've noticed a lot lately, solar projects are definitely on the increase. There's a lot more people going out there and just expressing themselves through music as a solo. Sure. Do you think the same is, a, is technology helping or how has is, how is it become? It's helping. It is helping. I mean, having a studio today, it's fairly easy, like a mm. home studio. Yeah. You need a laptop, um, a couple more things, and you can write this and stuff. Um there's also a lot of collaboration online. Mm. I can work with anyone in the world if I want to. I mean, technology allows it today. Yeah. Uh, the internet allows it. I mean, I've done collaborations for bands that are in the UK. I've done stuff with uh, people that are in Greece, mm -hmm. uh, in Portugal, or here in Chile or in the US, I mean. It's super easy to do it today yeah. because of the internet and all the tools you have to, I mean, to to communicate. You know, mm -hmm. uh, it's mm -hmm. very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a common language, which is music, and uh, I mean, we can we can work with that. That doesn't have any boundaries in it or anything. And technology, I mean, really allows it, and it's it's not expensive or anything as it was mm -hmm. before. You don't yeah. need to spend thousands of dollars in a studio to sound good i mean you can I do that you. doing things right and working with good people i yeah. think again yeah. when we talk about your talent and everything else there you also have a second project which we you mentioned briefly there earlier wins a tragedy. tragedy yeah again it's more black metal orientated yeah it is it is more black metal oriented it it, it just i mean allows me to express um emotions in a different way mm -hmm. it's more about um uh maybe the raw feelings or raw emotions uh, a little bit more angry in some way 
it's obviously faster mm. and it's also music that I really like. I mean, I yeah. really like black metal and I wanted to yeah. explore and do my own thing there. So mm. I have uh, an album that uh, came out uh, this year. It's called As Life Drifts Away. Mm-hmm. It was released by a Spanish label called Belfry Records. And then I released a small EP, I think it was like a month ago or so, um, which is called Hall of Despair. And it, it kind of like evolves a little bit on the sound. Okay. And it's an introduction of what I'm going to release on 2023. On 2023, I'm going to release an album uh, which is called Hating Life. It's kind of a, well, it's there's very, a pattern, there's it's a pattern a very, emerging here, isn't it? It's a very angry album. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, well, it, 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 it was, uh, I mean, I'm going to be, I, I'm always honest about my music. It was yeah. a time where I was a uh, super angry and, um, it was a difficult time. I mean, depression played a big part mm. and I wasn't doing too well. And that album came out in that time. I, Again, it really helped me, I mean, go through those moments. Yeah. Uh, it's going to come out in 2023, and it's a, an album I'm really proud about. The sound is really good. Cool. Uh, I think it's a good evolution um, compared to the first album I made, and yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Now, I can only imagine how much work you're putting into all this, because between Winds of Tragedy like and... Second yeah. rise to the sky. How much time do you put into music? Every time, every moment I have, I dedicate it to music. Even the time I don't have, I mean, it just takes up all of my time. Um, I have a regular job, like I mean, yeah. most of the people. Mm. But while I'm working and I have some time, I, I'm listening maybe to some music and thinking about what to do with my own. Um, thinking about how to name the songs, about lyrics. Mm. I mean, it's something that happens every day. Sometimes I even dream about something and I say in the morning, oh, I'm going to incorporate this, you know. And it's like a full-time job, you know. And then every free time I get, I use it in some way in my music. To write something, to... um, I really enjoy it. That's that's the thing. I really enjoy it. I mean, I can spend a whole weekend uh, working on a song and I mean, it's not a burden to me. I don't mm. feel tired at the end. I felt like, uh, okay, this was a good weekend. I, I was productive. I could do this, I don't know, this task, this song. I could write this. This, this was a w- good weekend. I'm really, I'm really in a bad mood when I cannot work on music. I mean, <laughs> when I have stuff to do other than that. I don't know. I have like to go to some place or do some iron <laughs> or something, and it yeah. takes away time from my music. I mean, uh, uh, this <laughs> this really bothers me. So I really enjoy it, and I want to spend a lot of time doing it. That's that's the truth. I mean, there's there's no. It's just a lot of time they, they, you know, dedicated it, to it. It's yeah. fucking. It's so refreshing to hear, Serge. You know, the people who just yeah. love creating music that much. You know, it's. It's, it's, it's brilliant to talk to people like yourself, you know, and, and then to top all that then, you know, as if you're not doing enough musically, like you have, you have your own label that has come out over the last yeah. few months then, Tragedy Productions. I mean, yeah, Christ, man, where are you finding the time for all this? Yeah, I really like it. Tragedy Productions. Yeah, that's my there label. You go. That's it. Yeah, I created it recently because um, in Chile, 
there's a lot of good music. There are a lot of good bands, and I wanted to support those bands in some way. Mm. I, I and I've learned some things over. I mean, the albums I've done and the labels and the people I've worked with. I mean, I've learned one or two things, and I I said, okay, I'm gonna do my own thing. I'm gonna support some bands and let's put some good music out there. Yeah. Let's talk to people. Let's do CDs and. I'm working with uh, eight bands now uh, wow. from Chile, and also not not only Chile. Mm. I'm also working with uh, uh, the band from uh, it's called Your Schizophrenia, and it's Natalia de, Pri de Prina's band. Natalia de Prina, she's an artist from Russia. Okay. And this is her. She's in the cover. Oh, that's her. That's Natalia. <laughs> okay. So she's a yeah, she's a photographer, but she's also a musician. Uh, and she has her own band, and uh, we recently released an album um, under my label, and it's it's pretty damn good. And what style, what style of music would that be? Yeah, dark ambient. Dark ambient. Dark there, there's ambient no, there's another genre for us. <laughs> dark exactly, ambient. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's spoken word. It's very dark. Oh, nice. It's yeah. Also about grief. Very honest music. Mm -hmm. Very emotional. So I really like the project and. The artwork is fantastic, so I said, yeah, I need to support this in some way, and I mean, I do the best I can. I offer what I can, and uh, a lot of artists are working with me. I have also black metal bands. Kondra, it's a really good Chilean band. Okay. I'm working with Laskar. It's a great um, I know black metal band. Yeah, that's right. Very yeah, good. They're Love really them. good. Love their stuff. Yeah, we yeah. just released an album, and we're going to start releasing more stuff. Uh, Lascar, Cra crazy artwork uh, again, Lascar stuff. Yeah, it's fantastic. Ah, man, it's crazy. Let me show you actually a couple of things I have from them. I have a vinyl. This is oh, yeah. Wildlife. It's oh, beautiful. Nice. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is Saudade. I have, I have a bunch of stuff from them. Really nice. Super <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll have to purchase. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they have great stuff on. I'm really proud to be working with a lot of Chilean bands and supporting them in any way I can. I mean, that's... And what's, that's the, scene, what's the scene like, Sergio? The Chilean scene? What's the scene like? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, there are a lot of good bands, very yeah. unknown. Uh, there's a lot of energy and uh, there's a lot of talent. There's a lot of people that want to do things. But uh, one of the things that's not that good is that there's some, not a lot of support. Okay. We're a small country. Chile is 18 million people. Uh, we don't have like a big audience or a, yeah. Um, for for this generous, I mean, I mean mm -hmm. there are mm -hmm. uh, Chile is a must stop for most metal bands, but for this generous, I mean, I would say there's. Not much support. That's okay. my honest opinion. I mean, okay. more of the support we get. I mean, this do metal and black metal bands. Yeah, we get it from Europe. We get it from the US. Mm. But in Chile, I mean, it's fairly limited. Okay. So I really wanted to change that, and I really wanted to to try to put this music out there. Actually, with my label, I mean, we we ship everywhere. Mm. Europe, US, Japan. Yeah. The Japanese buy a bunch of our music and. I mean, I'm happy to help them put yeah. their music out there in the world. I mean, there are no boundaries today. So, I mean, why wouldn't we try to put our music out exactly, there? Exactly, exactly. when it's good. Yeah. Why, can't, why can't somebody from Japan work under Tragedy Productions? There's no reason why of not. Of course. 
Exactly. Of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm happy to support any type of music. I mean, that the canton that that it's good and fits fits the label. If it's Chris, tragic huh? enough, I mean, I, I will support it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That, that, that's that's your um, promotion line. If it's tragic yeah. enough. But there you go. That's, I mean, tragedy productions. I mean, if anyone here is listening and have a band and want to get their name out there. Fuck it, hit this guy up, lads. Solar Project, Sergio, right? Obviously, you don't play live. Oh, no, I mean... Has, that, has it ever been something you thought about? Getting some session musicians together time. or something, no? Yeah, I would love to do that. I, I yeah. would really love to do that. But, I mean, to be honest, um, I'm so focused in writing music. I'm okay. so busy with the label. It's very difficult for me to... To gather up some guys and or yeah. girls and play music live because I mean, you need to be consistent. Like I don't know, like re rehearse once or twice per mm. week or per month. I don't know and uh, have a place. And I mean that's super difficult for me. Uh, okay. Because I don't have a like a clear schedule. I'm doing a bunch of stuff. And also, I mean, I'm trying to put a lot of effort in composing. Mm. music and i'm really focusing all my energy there i would love to do it though i mean i really would it would be really nice i mean i cannot i would love to do my goals live you know <laughs> but i mean it hasn't happened yeah, yet yeah. maybe in the future i mean yeah maybe in the future but right it, now i'm I, it's just too 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 much stuff to too do much going on into bone but never say never sergio yeah? yeah never say never i mean i would be glad to I mean, collaborate in some project that it's already, I mean, <laughs> done. And mm. I just go there and play maybe something. But uh, for me to organize it, it's, it would be too much. No, that's fair enough. That's moment. fair enough. So tell me, Sergio, what's next for you anyway, for 2023, obviously? When's oh, a tragedy? You have something coming there? Yeah, I mean, I have uh, an album coming up with Winds of Tragedy. Tragedy. You'll see also an album with Rise to the Sky for sure. Fantastic. Uh, that will happen, and it will be, I think, my best album yet so far. Uh, it's yeah, I can't wait to show it. <laughs> you have stuff uh, done already, yeah. You have oh, material I have, written. I have notes. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I'm really happy with what I've done, mm -hmm. uh, and I have some surprises. I mean, not only music. There's a video going on. I mean. Oh, interesting class. stuff brilliant, brilliant. Uh, that I want people to see and experience and hopefully I can also I mean provide with more merch I mean mm -hmm. vinyls vinyls are almost ready for my last two two albums there will be a vinyl also for my next album so I mean I want to provide more music and in both yeah. my projects and also with the label I have almost all the bands I have the eight bands I have are releasing music on 2023, so I mean, it will be super busy. Fuck, it's a huge year for you, so a huge year for you, Sergio. Yeah, big yeah, time. Hopefully, big time. yeah. <laughs> I, you, you touched on vinyl there. I mean, the, the, the vinyl craze is, is is in full swing at the moment. Like, do you have people hitting you up constantly online asking you any chance of a vinyl press of this or that, and especially the yeah. new album? Yeah, I mean. Everyone wants to do vinyl. It's yeah. uh, it's a format that um, people really like, that bands really like. Mm. It's difficult because the demand to, for I mean for the to press vinyl is so big, it's so huge yeah. that the waiting times are like 
a year They're or ridiculous. even more sometimes. Mm -hmm. They're ridiculous. It's like uh, the best time you can get, it's like six months or something like that. And it's still a lot of time. I mean... It is, and the, and inevitable, the, the inevitable delays again and delays again. You see bands exactly. having to right. apologize constantly on their social yeah. media pages. They're apologizing for more delays. It must break everybody's heart, like, you know. Yeah, but I'm hoping that, I mean, CD made kind of a comeback, I mean, because of this. And there are labels that are focusing much more on CD right now. Mm. And CD is a format that, I mean, it's... The quality is great. You can yeah. get great artwork. It's not quite the same, but I mean, you don't get a cover this size, you know. But I, know. I, I mean, know. it's it's a it's a good quality. It's a it's a quality product, and it's beautiful, and it's something. It's still, that you it's can still collect. something physical, isn't it, Sergio? It's exactly. a physical copy you can have in your hand. Yeah. Yeah, and you can read the lyrics and mm -hmm. see. I mean, what they put up there in in terms of art. I mean, and if it matches the music or not. Uh, but vinyl, I think, I mean, my personal opinion is that it, it has to be solved at some point. I mean, something has to be done. I, mm. I'm guessing that if there's a demand for vinyl, there must be a supply at some point. I mean, I know that yeah. pressing factories are coming up with solutions and the pressing times are uh, decreasing in some cases. So I'm pretty optimistic that maybe in the next year or next two years, the pressing times will be yeah. reduced and we can all enjoy vinyl. Maybe the prices will, will be lower too. That mm -hmm. would be great. But I mean... I suppose all the press... I'm, like, I'm, I'm a, like the pressing plants now, I suppose, have to deal with a lot. Like, as we said, it's made a comeback. And pop yeah. music, regular dance music, you name it, everything has gone vinyl, you know? So I suppose you have the likes of your top 20 artists in the world, your Ed Sheeran's and all these guys pressing fucking millions. Exactly. You know, taking, taking, taking up every, every space that's there, you know? It's, I think the, small, problem, guy, the yeah. small guy falls down the pecking order pretty quickly there within these plants, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, well, well, with my label right now, I'm working with a pressing plant in Chile that is working with small independent artists. Mm. They still take like six months to press, but I mean, at least it's something. And, and I hope yes. it gets better. I mean, mm. yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, six months doesn't sound too bad actually at the moment when you consider how long some people are waiting. No, it's not bad. It's, it's not bad fine. I mean, it's something that we can work with, but a year or more, it starts to get difficult. Yeah. As we talk about hard copies there and having a physical copy of an album, I have to talk about your briefly about your artwork. It's incredible, and especially stay with me when you're gone. That album, if you have it again to show me, and um, of course. Yeah, it's a, it this, is absolutely it's a insane. Like, yeah, beautiful album. it is yeah, incredible. It's a, Fuck, that's incredible. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, the the artwork was made by Lenore Annie, mm -hmm. Annie Artworks. She's an artist from. She's European, um, okay. actually, and she has worked with a lot of bands, and um, she's super talented. Yeah, super talented. Yeah. And it also has a booklet. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, the booklet <laughs> and it has the lyrics and the lyrics and everything. There you go. For artwork and everything, yeah. she did this. I mean, and I think it it's conceptually it's great. I mean, it has like the flowers coming out, kind of like a I don't know a very nostalgic feeling it has, and uh, she made it specially all this artwork for for the album. She listened to the tracks. And that's what I was and going then, to ask you, yeah, yeah. Was this commissioned yeah, for that album, yeah? 
Yeah, and she came out with, with this artwork. I mean, also, I mean, this type of details, you see here the CD. Let me show mm -hmm. you. You have the CD, you know, the, yeah. the hands with the flower. I mean, yeah. you take out the CD and it doesn't have the flowers, you know? Yeah. It's, so it's, it's kind of like uh, those small details that she really put, I mean, work into. And I mean, she's super talented. She uh, listened to the music. She had some ideas. And I yeah. told her, okay, you, you do your thing. Um, I trust you. And yeah. then she came out with this and <laughs> it's really, really incredible. I mean, it must I have blown your mind. Yeah. 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 It blew my mind when I saw it. And I usually try to work with artists that um, have interest in the music and mm -hmm. kind of like understand it. Also, I mean, the, the other ones, uh, like I mentioned, yeah. Natalia Drepina, she's a photographer. She's spectacular mm. and she mm. listens to this type of music she she really likes it this one is per aspera right. this one was done by augusto peixoto he's a portuguese artist super talented too yeah. and he made it specially for for this album also gogo malon she did um i'm, I'm maybe you've heard of her gogo malon she's the she found she's an artist a digital mm. artist from greece Okay. And she also has a band called Ionan Sorrow. Okay. It's Funeral Doom. It's really good. And I worked with her in my two in those two albums. And mm -hmm. she's also great. She also understood the project and we worked together on making the artwork. And I feel like the artwork is a crucial part of an album. I mean, if you Absolutely. don't have good artwork, in my opinion, you kind of like it. It's not the same. I yeah, mean, it's I, I have to agree with you. Thing. Yeah, and which is why I wanted to mention it because I think it deserves a mention. The artwork that goes to an album and the artist that's involved, I think, always deserves a shout out. And stay with me when you're gone. That album cover has to be my favorite of the year. It's, oh, yeah, nice. it's stunning. I would love to get a copy of it printed and posted. So we might of talk about that as well after when I, when I log no off. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, Sergio. I have three questions I want to throw your way. I, I did send you these anyway, so you might have a, a few ideas in your head already. Uh, the first question I always ask everybody is if you could record a cover version or interpret a track in your own style, what would it be? Mm, yeah, this is a very interesting question. Mm. I like covers. And Good. I did a couple of covers of um, like folklore songs, you know, folk songs. Uh, You've done on, on each from... two, last two albums, yeah, that's right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Shervona Ruta is a cover from an Ukrainian song. Right. And Horse in the album uh, Peraspera Astra mm -hmm. is a cover from a Russian song. That's right. So I now need to do a cover of a Chilean folk song. Is that next up, <laughs> is it? I would love to do one. Okay. I play a lot of folk music from Chile. And I don't know why I haven't done a cover of a folk song. I like doing covers of songs that are completely in different styles. Okay. I wouldn't think about doing a doom metal cover, of, mm -hmm. I mean, of another doom metal band. Yeah. But I really like to incorporate folk music into doom and do nice. my doom version of it. <laughs> Sounds good to me because being Irish, folk music has a big part in our lives as well. You know, we have a, a lot of tradition when it comes to folk music and traditional Irish music. So... I, 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 that's why I enjoyed the last two tracks that you did of the last two albums, the covers you did of them, because they are old ancient folk tracks given yeah. the rise to the sky touch, which I thought they were brilliant. Brilliant. Tell me if you could be a guest on stage, 
would any band past or present just to be up there playing alongside some band? Who would it be? Well, typo negative for sure. I mean, ah, nice. they don't Brilliant. exist anymore. Doesn't but matter. But I would love to play, yeah, with them. Whatever ah. I would do, whatever. I mean, if you if you had yeah. a preference, obviously you can't take the bass guitar, surely. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you like to play on the stage? I would like to play guitar, maybe. Guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would love to play guitar. Um, did, did you see them uh, live at any stage? Uh, unfortunately, not. No. Never. I never saw them live. I I saw them. Only on YouTube, and it's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I, I, I missed the, I missed the boat as well there. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed them as well. Southern Life. Some, no, some I wish I, I wish I did again. One of those yeah. ones that will slip me by, pass me by, unfortunately. But um, a great band. I have all their stuff again no, on vinyl, and yeah, it's, it's great to have to, all yeah. these repressed and and I have them there to have you know. Yeah, it is sure. nice. Third question, Sergio. What was the last album you listened to? before you came yeah. on to me this evening. I mean, actually, I was listening to this album today in the car. It's called uh, Thy Listless Heart. Ah, it's yes. a band from the UK, Pilgrims on the Path of No Return. I just got this album from Simon Bibi. That's right. I got it like uh, three days ago or so. He sent it to me on the mail. Uh, I, I did a collaboration in one song. The you did the guest vocals on this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yes. but it was it's a very, very small part. But the album is incredible. I mean, mm. I, 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 I was listening it in the car today uh, on CD. I mean, it's fantastic album. I right. really, I mean, if you haven't heard it, it's it's a really good recommendation. It has Perfect. clean vocals, and Simon is a really good singer. Okay, he's yeah, he's great, and um, his music is um, really good too. It's out in Hammerheart Records. Great stuff. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's great. Great shout-out. Great shout-outs. Great answers, mm -hmm. Sergio, all three of them. I like it. That's it, guys. I suppose, well, what can I say? Sergio, thanks so much for taking the time out and coming on the show. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. I mean, it's a pleasure to be here, Pat. And I mean, hopefully I'll see you again. And I, thank I you so, so much too. for having me. Yeah. Again, you're a busy man. You're putting out plenty of music, so I no doubt we'll be chatting again at some stage, discussing some more of your... Your, your, your records, I would think, have no doubt. So there you go, guys. That is Sergio from Rise to the Sky and also from Wins of Tragedy and also Tragedy Promotion. So if anyone wants to get in touch with Sergio with regards a band you may have and have you want to release, just drop this guy a message, guys. That's all I can say. That's it. That's all I can say for this week. Thanks to Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast who always edits and produces the show. And lads, we'll see you all in a couple of weeks' time. Take care.